Hello everyone and welcome to the Cricket Podcast with me, Jack Hope, and tonight, Max Roy Brown. Hello. How are you doing, Max? I'm angry, Jack. I'm very angry. <laughs> we'll get into that in a moment. Um, Ross has decided to go to Sicily. Um, so we will not be hearing from him this evening, but we have got plenty of other cricket action. Uh, we will be talking about the IPL. It's the second part of the preview. Max, does that make you excited? Very much so. Do you want to know who we're previewing? Yes. Yes, um, I do. So we are previewing Sunrisers Hyderabad, Delhi Capitals, Chennai Super Kings and the Mumbai Indians. Uh, that's that's they're the top four teams from the, last. The big four. Yeah, they're the the big four teams from last year's IPL. If you want to go back and hear us talk about Kings Eleven Punjab and all the other losers, uh, <laughs> like that team Virat Kohli plays for, that's on the last show. Uh, <laughs> or we might put it together and do one show later. Um, anyway, me and Max will be talking about those teams. Then we'll be sticking our necks on the line with some big time predictions. Uh, Max, how big time are your predictions? Uh. I mean, imagine a time that's really big and, and it's about like that. <laughs> like the Big Bang, was that big? I think it was about the biggest thing ever, wasn't it? Yeah, I, well, I guess, yeah. Uh, well, depending on your view of um, creationism, I guess, I guess it, would, <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? Uh, and then finally, we will be talking about the cricket that happened this week. We'll, we'll be having a brief chat about England's one-day internationals against Australia. But before we start, Max, you said you were angry. I did, yeah. You've been betrayed by your lover. I have. Would you like an opportunity to rant about Surrey Cricket Club? Yes, Jack. Thank you for giving me this platform to Take... uh, air my air my views and frustrations. <laughs> Take it away. Um, as many loyal listeners to the podcast will know, I do have a membership for Surrey Cricket Club. And, um, well, this year that membership hasn't really uh, offered many benefits, has it, for obvious reasons, understandably. But, I mean, Jack, let me let me ask you a question. If you paid money to a business, for example, for a service, and uh, that service was uh, not forthcoming, not not it's not the business's fault. Something something happened, and uh, and the service was not possible to provide. Um, but then the the company turned around and said, "Okay, we haven't provided you this service, but we're going to keep three quarters of your money." How would you feel about that? Um, well, it depends what the service was. Is it a legal service? Um, why well, guess no, if it's no, a business? It's a... <laughs> It's spectator, an event, a spectator sport, you know, um, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, I think I would be um, a little put out, Max. Uh, why, yeah. why, why are you asking me this? Well, I, well, I Jack, wonder. you see, uh, recently Surrey got in touch with all of their members to uh, to explain the options available to them uh, in uh, in relation to this year's uh, well unfortunate uh, cricket season, and they said that um, well, to cut a long story short. For now, I'll, I'll I'll get into the details. Um, you can ha you can either uh, donate your uh, your membership, as many wonderful members have done, as the, as they tell us, or you can apply for a twenty five percent refund on your membership, which is just I I mean I I just struggle to come up with with uh, with enough words to describe how insulting that is. Bearing in mind that we've we've not had any cricket. 
and they've just decided that they're going to keep three quarters of the money for no apparent reason. Well, um, in in the letter, in the letter that they send to members, um, they make a big thing about the fact that Surrey were only one of only two counties not to furlough players. Uh, in the same letter, they do uh, regretfully mention the fact that they made a number of significant roles with the club's administrative staff redundant. Um, one wonders why they didn't choose to furlough them. Um, but it doesn't matter. They don't need the furlough money because they can just take it from the members instead, apparently. Um, the lifeblood of, of the club, as um, as has probably been said before. It's what they say, isn't it? Members, the lifeblood of, of uh, cricket clubs. Um and uh, oh, there there is also a, a an option if you renew for next year, you get a twenty pound credit uh, on your membership to to spend at the ground, which is uh, as good of them, isn't it? Twenty quid, that's What's nice. That, four pints. Uh, just probably yeah. If you're a <laughs> member, it's four pints. <laughs> um, four pints of absolutely shockingly shit beer because uh, they haven't bothered getting anything good in. But that's that's a, a discussion for another day. Um, yeah. So. To play just a devil's advocate to, to some extent, Max, um, yeah. obviously Surrey Cricket Club are a, a, an institution of South London that have given you a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, do you not feel that, that in a crisis, you as a man of means uh, could maybe put your, your hand into your big pocket and, uh, and, and pay this? Or what, what, Why are you so aggrieved? Well, it's the principle, isn't it? I mean... I would probably be willing to donate my membership. Like it's money I paid in January. I've sort of forgotten about it, and I don't have a pressing need to get it back immediately. But we haven't been given the option. We've just been told that the club has just told us that they're going to keep three quarters of our money, having not given mm. us anything. And I'm not sure that's actually legal. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I I feel like that is just blind theft. I, I feel like there will be some lawyers in the in the membership <laughs> group <laughs> if they yeah if they could maybe tell us uh, that would be useful but i mean the, the other like they could you know it's why not give options like if you need the money you can have a full refund or you can offer to donate some of the membership um you know half and half or something or offer to donate it fully but it's it's just like it's i just when the members are supposedly so important to you as a club, and uh, and are, and are what keeps you going, and are sort of people, you know, people who go down and watch the cricket, to treat them like that, I think is absolutely scandalous. Hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've been a member for a number of years, and a lot of people have been members for 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 far longer than that. And uh, that to be rewarded by having the club just take the money away from you instead of maybe using you know government schemes that were provided to help you in these situations is interesting. Um, the other thing is sort of if you compare it to what a number of other counties have done. Now, Surrey are often unpopular as a county because they throw a lot of money around. You know, they pay wages pay the big wages grab grab all the talent that kind of thing um so some of the other counties you think maybe if they're struggling a bit more would be uh might be more understandable for for them to go down a similar route uh but i'll give you some other examples middlesex they said you can donate your membership or have a full refund um essex did say that they can't afford to give refunds but if you do need one you can request one by filling out a form it's a bit guilt trippy but there is an option to get a full refund uh warwickshire 
will give you a free 2020 pass for next year and a number of other benefits like you get your name on a plaque and they'll incorporate your name onto a shirt design for next year if you donate your membership or you can get a full refund and Somerset <laughs> uh, I've got a similar thing where you can donate your uh, membership for 2020 for various benefits similar to Warwickshire or they'll give you a full refund so yeah. uh, sorry you know the so club you- with the money seem to be alone so you're feeling aggrieved. Does this mean you will not renew your membership for next season? It means I'll send them a strongly worded email and then we'll okay. see where it goes. Um, can you can we can we make that email public via the the Cricket Podcast's uh, Twitter at the Cricket Pod? Yeah, why not? Okay. Well, let's I, see I, if we can start a movement. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> use our use our uh, media pressure I'm, to change their minds. I'm sure listeners across the land and indeed across the globe, for it is the IPL preview show. Uh, we'll be desperate to hear about your plight come next week or, or, or the week after, whenever, whenever it concludes. Um, in the meantime, Max, uh, do you have any messages for them? Sort your shit. Do you? <laughs> what you were meant to say was you can subscribe to the Cricket Podcast on Apple, um, Apple iTunes, which is the same thing, isn't it? Um, Spotify, Acast, whatever it is, um, click click subscribe. That really makes a significant difference to the number of people that, that we're able to reach and uh, we'll be eternally grateful for you. In you should ad- know by now not to ask me for any last-minute messages for the yeah. listeners, Jack. Thanks, Max. In addition to that, um, physically tell a friend or your grandma. We found that many grandmas or grandparents in general don't have that much to do at the moment. Um, the Cricket Podcast, they'll thank you forever. and finally you can follow the cricket podcast on twitter or instagram at the cricket pod we look forward to engaging with you there we're going to take a quick break now and then we will be back with some ipl action So the way this is going to work, we are going to go through last year's top four in reverse order. On last week's show, we did the the bottom four teams from last year, which included Kolkata Knight Riders, uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore, Kings Eleven Punjab, and that other team. Uh, Max, which is the other team? Rajasthan Royals. Rajasthan Royals, the team with all the England players. Um, go back and listen to that show. That, that was a lot of fun. Um, but today we will be doing the top four. So in this order, we will be talking about Sunrisers, Hyderabad, Delhi Capitals, Chennai Super Kings, and Mumbai Indians. Um, Max, I believe you've been doing a lot of research into Sunrisers. Sunrisers? Sunrisers. 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 Sunrisers, Hyderabad. Easy for you to say. Can you... Can you... Um, provide us with some detail about this storied franchise. I I can, Jack. Um, and by storied, of course, you are referring to the fact that they only turned up in 2013, um, replacing the Deccan Chargers. Um, 
because their IPL franchise was terminated, so they made a new one. Um, it's true. Their coach, <laughs> yeah, their coach is uh, well. You might you might have heard of him, uh, Trevor Bayliss. Oh, big time yeah. Trev. Big yeah. time Trev. Yeah. What's he um, famous for Ka- again? Well, he was. Uh, he may have may have coached England. Was that they... hat? That's why I remember him. They had that. Hat. <laughs> oh, the hat. Yeah. Sorry, I thought we were. The I thought hat. we were trying to get another another uh, mention of the World Cup. In, oh, I've but... got one of those later. Don't worry. Oh, good. Well, that's fine. Um, they are captained this year by David Warner. Uh, last year it was yeah. Last yeah. year it was Kane Williamson because of the ball tampering. But mm. apparently, Dave Warner's back in charge, which is questionable, if you ask me. I I think Kane Williams is a better choice. I have to be honest. Yeah. Um, well, he's an actual captain and an all-around great guy. Loves his meat and produce. Did lose the World Cup, though, I suppose. So, yeah. uh, that wasn't his fault. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, as they're quite a young franchise, there's not not a whole lot of interesting information to be gleaned from Sunrisers. But there is an interesting tidbit I found about the city of Hyderabad. Ooh. Tell also me known as the city of pearls due to its, uh, well big name in the pearl trade obviously uh, <laughs> it is it is the home to the Bathini Good brothers who have a magical fish medicine which is said to completely cure asthma uh, have you have there been any extensive trials of, of said medicine uh, well they do it every year in some sort of uh, festivaly type thing which I think involves the swallowing of a live fish but it was sadly cancelled this year due to the coronavirus oh, outbreak think of all the asthma. another Another one. Probably Another been quite useful. That. Yeah, I know. You to sort of... I mean, the risks perhaps are outweighed by the benefits. It's interesting it that asthma is the thing they're targeting there. Um, you'd, you'd, if I were going to come up with the mad- magical fish medicine, I would aim higher than asthma. Well, I mean, I, you know, you, you don't control the magical healing properties of I the suppose, fish, Jack, yeah, do you? It, it heals what it heals. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the real world. Uh, their best players. They've got some big names. David Warner, Kane Williamson, as already mentioned, uh, Johnny Bairstow, Rashid Khan, Mohamed Nabi, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar. It's some pretty, big names. Pretty decent team. They are missing. They, yeah. they are missing Shakib Al Hassan this year, sadly, because he was a very naughty boy. Yes. Yeah. Um, Man who's banned for for eighteen months from international cricket and has missed zero games. <laughs> <laughs> They've hang scheduled on, their hang first on a game minute. for a week hang after a he minute. gets back. There's a conspiracy theory here, isn't there? <laughs> Shakib, got my eye on you. Young players, uh, they have the India under-19 captain Priyam Garg, uh, probably the pick of their young players. He averages uh, 66.7 in the Ranji Trophy, which is pretty good, and has a pretty respectable 2020 record, averaging 28 at 100, a strike rate of 132. So he could, uh, if he plays, he could provide some valuable bonus runs after the big boys have had their go. Mm-hmm. Um, English players, just just Johnny Bairstow, as as mentioned. Um, so he is pretty good, though. Quite a good one. To yeah, have. no, he so him and Warner last one, year really yeah. lit it up. Uh, wasn't yeah. wasn't Bairstow in the top two or three run take uh, scorers until till he had to ship off yeah, to go and play until, Pakistan? Until, yeah, until the international started, he was right up there. Um, and I think that might be a, the key to their chances this year, actually. Uh, so, I mean, in terms of historical performance, they won in 2016 and were runner-up in 2018. Uh, individually, though, Dave Warner has won the Orange Cap three times, including Ooh. last year. Ooh. So that's quite a... He's quite a quite an asset. Yeah. 
Um, the Dream 11 website tells us that Sunrise and Hyderabad have a newfangled rivalry that has baffled every IPL or T20 cricket fan um, with with um, I've got to remember with um, <laughs> the, with the t- I didn't write down what team they had the rivalry with <laughs> which is quite stunning we're all, isn't it? We're all waiting it's a baffling <laughs> rivalry is it even a team uh, is it Madonna? <laughs> I think it's Royal Challengers Bangalore. Oh, right. But it doesn't actually say why. Okay. Uh, so yeah. they, they may or may not so, have a rivalry. So they've got a big, weird rivalry with RCB, but with no actual reason as to why well, they have that speculate? rivalry. Can you speculate? Probably Coley. Okay. She's yeah. a Coley. It's, it's usually um, something to do with Coley. I think their chances this year are pretty good. They've got some good spin. As we mentioned last week, that spin might be key because we'll be playing in the UAE. Uh, you know, they've got Rashid Khan, Mohamed Nabi, and uh, yeah, the the other big thing for them is that I think most of their internationals or all the internationals will be able to play every game this year. Last year they fell a bit flat because they got into the business end and then all their run yes. scorers disappeared to go to play international cricket. Whereas this year they can carry their carry on into the playoffs. Hopefully for them. So I I reckon. They're in with a in with a good shout, and the bookies back that up with them at about five to one. Five to one's not too bad. And um, why why would why would anyone support this um, team though? Uh, well, you shouldn't because David Warner's the captain. Okay, so you're you're saying do not support. I don't know, do you, not do not that, support Sunrise. Is there a bad. redeeming feature? Kane Williamson, yeah, lovely man. So I've been wondering, will he play though? Which you've got like Rashid Khan and and Nabi and Bearstow and Warner. That's some pretty fierce competition. Um, yeah, maybe a bit of rotation, you know, or injuries. Well, we'll, we'll see. I, 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 um, I, I, I'm not so hot on them. I have to be honest. No, no. I, I feel like there's a lot riding on on the Warner Besto axis of evil. Um, yeah. And and Rashid Khan to some extent. Uh, I'm also like with so Rashid Khan, obviously a good bowler. I'm not. I, another thing I'm interested um, to, to see from the Sunrisers Hyderabad point of view is what they do with him as a batsman. Because everyone, mm. everyone said, he, I mean, he was for quite a while the top all-rounder in, in T20s, may even still be the top all-rounder. Um, but I don't know if I buy it. I want to see, I want to see someone give him a go at like number three uh, to see what, see what his credentials really are. Uh, obviously he hit that ridiculous, like kind of flat bat six. Oh yeah, in the CPL <laughs> about about six weeks ago or, th- or or less, but um, but yeah, I, I want to see I want to see uh, Rashi Khan up the order. Um, good preview, Max. Uh, in the order of how teams finished last year, Delhi Capitals they came third, uh, formerly known as the Delhi Daredevils, and they were obviously renamed by their owner who. Um, said a load of mumbo jumbo about how Capitals was more appropriate for a team which was the capital or is the capital or represents the capital. Um, they are coached by Mr. Ricky Ponting. Now, de- now, depending on who you ask, he's either a master strategist, a defender of cricket's traditional values of sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct, or one of the evil dudes of cricket history. Um, Does it also depend whether you ask an Englishman or an Australian? Yeah, or, or, or well, uh, other nations are available. Um, where do you come? <laughs> down, where do you come down on on Ricky Ponting, Max? 
Uh, oh, he's, he was phenomenal, wasn't he? You got you just you just kind of have to accept that he was absolutely brilliant. And I don't I don't think he's all that bad. Yeah. Every every everyone has their moments of you know being a bit iffy on the sportsmanship front, especially from um, that side of the globe. But he's definitely not the worst. Very hairy arms. Yeah, is, nothing is wrong with point. that. Nothing wrong is with a the hairy arm. I think we should should take into consideration. Um, he has he has some pretty good experience coaching in the IPL. So uh, going back to 2015, he was with the Indians, uh, and he went all the way, all the way to the final, all the way, and then all the way to the where'd you go? When you go all the way in the final, you don't really go anywhere else, do you? But you do win. Yeah, all, all the, the way, way up to the, the trophy. steps to pick oh, up the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he went all the way to the trophy. Uh, I think he's quite an interesting appointment for them. So I think he's new this year. Um, he's quite, I reckon he's quite a progressive guy in cricketing terms. So I, I think the the Capitals could play what is known as an exciting brand of cricket. Um, I don't know what you think about that, Max. What, what is an exciting brand well, of I was, cricket? Well, that was my question. That was my question in response to your question, really. What What is an exciting brand of cricket? Cover drives every ball. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they haven't picked James Vince. James Vince, have they? So Nothing but bounces. Not, not happening. Um, <laughs> uh, they're captained by Shreyas Iyer, or uh, Shreyas Iyer. Um, he's, a, he's a pretty classy batsman, played for India. Um, I think we all know who he is. Mm-hmm. And they play in a light blue with a nice red trim, sponsored by their owner, the JSW Group. Uh, as people who listened to last week's show um, will know, I am interested in, in, in the shirt sponsors for, for this season. Uh, and I'm about to provide a little bit of detail about who the JSW Group are. Um, so they are... I'll strap in. They are a conglomerate uh, of, uh, of companies that make construction materials. Um, they've never done anything shady ever. That's the other thing you need to know. Never, never done any crimes, no. never done anything to do with natural gas uh, or illegal mining. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, it's, that's not good good as, it's not as good as last week's. Um, I can't remember what they were called. The the, the people on the front of the, um, the Bangalore shirt who do everything. Um, uh, yeah, everything except <laughs> the like three things that Ross and I mentioned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Delhi itself is, 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 of course, the capital of India. Uh, pretty, pretty interesting history. So the, the, Delhi's been a, it has been a capital city for about 800 years now. Uh, although, I, so I was reading, I was reading uh, Penguin Stop Play, which is a book by uh, a guy called Harry Wood who went on a, on a world cricket tour. He played cricket on all seven com- co- uh, continents of the globe. Uh, he went to Delhi. He didn't like it very much. Um, but he was impressed by the Iron Pillar of Delhi. Um, Max, do you want to speculate on what the Iron Pillar of Delhi is? Is it a pillar made of iron? It's a big iron pillar. Yeah. Um, the unique thing about the, the what does it hold up? The, it doesn't really hold up anything. It used to hold up something. The values of Indian society. Well, no, it used to hold something up, but that went. Um, the the, <laughs> the the interesting thing about the Iron Pillar of Delhi is that it um, it doesn't rust. Or, or rather, it rusts very slowly. Right. Uh, and for a while, some people, who, according to my research, were probably crazy, uh, thought it was a sign that at one point we'd been visited by extraterrestrial life. Uh, you know, when you said 
that some people said. I almost immediately assumed it was going to be followed by something about aliens. Yeah. It just yeah. always is, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's always aliens. It's always aliens. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's it wasn't. It's um, the the pe- the people who lived in uh, in Delhi in like 800 AD um, were particularly good at metallurgy. Uh. Um, so they they smelted a special iron pillar that doesn't rust. Go and check it out if you're there. Um, and that's it. That's all you can see that's, that's worth worth looking at in Delhi. Um, Shall we go back to the cricket after that uh, little excursion? Yeah, I mean, this isn't a Lonely Planet podcast, is it? No, but I think we could do a good job. Um, the the Delhi Capitals, they've actually got a pretty good team. Uh, I think I think probably the only thing you say is that lots of them do do sort of the same thing. So if we're having a look at the top of the order, we've got... Well, play um, cricket. Well, yes. Yeah, they do do that. But, but there's like three or four people who could open the batting for them. So the Shikha Darwan, mm. uh, Rishabh Pant uh, could be there. Uh, Shreyas Iyer, uh, and then uh, what? Well, look, a, a bunch of people. Um, I'm not just going to list players. Jason Roy, um, and I think they might struggle to 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 fit them all in. Um, spin bowling wise, Ravi Ashwin has transferred to the Delhi Capitals. Um, he's been told he can no longer mancad people which I'm sure he, he will be sad about. But he thrashed it out with Ricky Ponting on, on Ravi Ashwin's podcast, and, and now they get on well, and Ravi Ashwin's not going to man-cap people, although he still thinks you should be able to man-cap people. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a compromise. <laughs> but he, he's, he's genuinely um, one of the best bowlers in the tournament. Uh, pace bowling-wise, they have another star. I mean, they, this is a pretty tasty team. Um, they've got Kagiso Rabada. Mm. So you got the, I mean, like there, you got Darwan, Pan, Ayer, uh, Rabada, Ashwin. That's that's five good players. Yep. Um I mean, Rabada's not so, not so crapitals. Yeah, Rabada's in what the top three or four paces in the tournament. You've got Archer, uh, you've got uh, Rabada, you've got Bumrah, and, yeah, and yeah, Cummins maybe. Um, beyond that, though, they they have um, Ishant Sharma. Uh, they have Mishra the spinner, Lamachani. Uh, the bowling depth's good, and uh, Hetmeyer, who who we expected big things of last year, but didn't really deliver for for RCB. Uh, he he switched over to the Capitals as well. He he could maybe be an answer to their number five, uh, or or to their the lack of a smasher problem, uh, which is why I think they might not win. Um, so so there's all the good reasons, but they don't really have a slogger, uh, and. And they've only really got one excellent fast bowler in Rabada. Like, the next best fast bowler is not very good. Um, would you like to know about a young star? Yes, please. So I've copped out massively here. I've gone with Pritvi Shaw. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, who's actually played... Yeah, I've a, even heard of him. Who who actually... He's actually played for India. Uh, he's only 20, though. He's going to open the batting like... Or he might open the batting like about five of the other players. Uh, and if he goes well, he could be one of the stars of the tournament. English players-wise, Jason Roy mm-hmm. uh, of Surrey fame. Who, Boo. <laughs> who I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, I don't know what you think, Max, but um, based on the options that they have, I think they might struggle to get him in the team. Uh, yeah. They've got uh, a lot of top-order yeah. dudes. 
I suppose um, you've got a couple of uh, Indian options as well, which obviously makes it easier to pick overseas players elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, historically speaking, they have played in every tournament, but they'd never won it. They are usually really bad. Um, they've never <laughs> Isn't that f- why they changed their name initially? Well, Ross told, us, or something. Ross told us they were, used to be called, people used to call them the Dur Devils, but I've never heard that. So I think Ross might have just made that up. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, you you can call them the Crapitals as well, I suppose. Yeah, it's uh, even easier now. Yeah, um, they they they've never finished higher than third, and they've never made it past the semi-finals. Although they did manage that last year, so so possibly it's their time to shine. Uh, their big rivalry. Um, all these rivalries are slightly contrived, I think, apart from the one about the river. And, yeah. Um, uh, which is what CSK and and uh, RCB uh, and. And the one between Mumbai Indians and CSK again because they're quite mm. good. All the others yeah. are contrived. Their rival rival is is Mumbai Indians. Uh, uh, similar to you, Max. Nobody on the internet's really forthcoming about why. Uh, I think it might be because they're both quite big places. Yeah, you can't have. Well, two. there was there was one last week that was uh, pretty much that, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was KKR. India's not big enough for the both of them. Yeah, um, <laughs> which might make the be. joke again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, their chances of winning the tournament. So Delhi Capitals are eleven to two with bookies, which makes them uh, just about second favourites. I think they're yep. in the. I think they'll finish. There's in quite the top a few three. in that category, aren't there? Around the five to one, eleven to two category. But looking, I think looking at this team, I, I think they actually are. They've got some really good Indian players, and if they can kind of slot in some uh, some of their their uh, what do you call them. Not foreigners, that's not what they call them. Overseas, Overseas. players. <laughs> foreigners. You can call them foreigners if you like. If they can get a few foreigners in with their Indian players. <laughs> get the young old going. Um, <laughs> they, I think they can do well. And my, I mean, like I say, I, I think their, their issue is that I don't know how well they'll do against teams that can score or that do score 180 against them. Uh, there's quite a lot of guys who, who seem to play nice cricket. Mm. Uh, and I, I think like Rishabh Pant's going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, Hetmeyer's going to have to be better than he was last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know. Well, um, we've been waiting for big things from both of those two. So. Yes, exactly. Maybe this will be their year. Um, so why should we support the Delhi Capitals, Max? Well, I think the Iron Pillars sold it for me. The Iron Pillars. <laughs> uh, well, the Iron Pillars, one thing. I think Ravi Ashwin is why you should go and support. Um, support That's why support Ross the supports them. Ross is a big fan of Ravi Ashwin. Uh, I think I think Ravi Ashwin's really high value as a, an entertaining cricketer. Um, he also annoys Virat Kohli, and um, and like he says nice things and does intelligent stuff. Um, yeah, that's 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 the Delhi Capitals. Uh, Max, we have bombarded people mm. with uh, our preview of Sunrisers and of the Capitals. Um, should we take a quick? Break. Yeah, let's let it all sink in. Yeah, and, and then we will come back with prepare themselves. Chennai Super Kings, correct. Chennai Super Kings. Chennai Super Kings. 
So yes, as Jack said, next on the list, finishing second last year, is Chennai Super Kings, coached by Stephen Fleming and captained by the one and only Mahendra Singh Dhoni. That's a good leadership group. Yeah. I think that's that's my favourite of the leadership groups. The S- the SLT. Yeah. XCOM. Yeah. yeah. You've got like maybe the greatest ever New Zealand captain and probably the greatest ever Indian captain getting their heads together to to strategize. Oh, to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> maybe they'll maybe they'll make a documentary. <laughs> um <laughs> the big the big unavoidable fact about Chennai Super Kings is that they were banned for two years in 2016 and 2017 uh, because of their part in a betting scandal. Uh, I know Paul Griffiths wanted to know a bit more about that. Essentially, uh, what happened is, I think the team principal, he was the uh, he was called uh, Guranath Mayapan, um, had been passing information to his friends at the bookies. And um, I, I, I don't think... It's not clear anyway whether any of the players themselves were involved, but uh, certainly the uh, there are some officials had been uh, passing over some information, doing a bit of dodgy betting, and a number of bookies were arrested, along with uh, Mayapan, who's banned from all cricket forever now. Uh, Dhoni talks about it uh, quite candidly, actually, in uh, a documentary called Roar of the Lion, which was out um, a couple of years ago, I think, uh, having previously been very silent on the issue. But uh, the... I think the general thing is that the players themselves were pretty angry, as you might understand, um, because the franchise was banned for two years, although they all got to carry on playing and just probably went elsewhere for a bit. So it's, it's not it's not all that bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not great, is it? It's not a great look. It's not what you want from, from one of your franchises, <laughs> is it? When you set up a sports tournament, um, two of them to, to be suspended for spot fixing. Uh, but you know, it adds to the charm. In hindsight, yeah. it's uh, it, is it, it's good. It's not good that it happened, but no, you know, it's, it is funny that it happened. <laughs> uh, and it was a wonderful story when they came back as well in 2018 to come and win the competition. I, just what uh, yeah. I imagine everybody wanted. It was like it was a great comeback story. It was, um, you know, when Tiger Woods came back and won the Masters. Yeah, uh, and and he'd been away through no fault of his own for all no. that time. And uh, and he he managed to conquer Augusta. Uh, similar feelings when when CSK got back on the field in their their yellow chariot kits <laughs> and and, um, and uh, did did cricket good. Um, yeah. So uh, that's yeah that's that that's that dealt with. Um, their best players. They're, there's some big names. There's Dhoni, as mentioned. Faf. Faf Duplessis, uh, Lungi and Gidi in the mm. bowling department, Ravi Jadeja, and Mr. IPL, Shane Watson. He is. Um, I, so I think to, I had a look today. I think Shane Watson, Narine, and um, Dre Russ have won like two, two thirds or three quarters of all MVPs in IPL history. Shane Watson is genuinely one of the best T20 players ever to play the game. Yeah, getting um, on a bit now. So uh, yeah, he's, whether, he is now an old and, man. and a big and a big old front pad. So we'll, whether um, whether 
he'll be as much of an asset now is uh, is questionable, but uh, good to have the knowledge and experience around to uh, complement the leadership team that we mentioned before. Uh, in terms of the younger players, 23, so uh, not the youngest, but still pretty young. Uh, Rutaraj Gaikwad is touted as the answer to fill the void left by Suresh Reina, who pulled out. Uh, mm. So no pressure on him. Yeah, yeah, Good that luck. should be some easy, easy boots to fill there. Um, yeah, famously average Suresh, Suresh Rayner. <laughs> uh, English players, the uh, the wrong Curran. Which one's the, the wrong Curran? Sam. We ah, think. Okay. We yeah, suspect yeah, yeah. that they tried to buy Tom and ended up with Sam. We might be completely wrong, but because uh, he, he bowled very well against Australia, which we'll come to. But yeah, Sam Curran, uh, the only English representative, and. The historical performance of CSK, they've never not made the playoffs. They they wow. know what they're doing. Yeah, well, uh, they the f- apart from the two years where they, did, <laughs> they the, didn't make the yeah, tournament. Apart from the two um. years they didn't play. Maybe they knew they weren't going to make it, so they just <laughs> thought, well, let's just cheat and then we don't have to worry about it. Uh, they lost the final last year by one run Yes. to to their, their big rivals, the Mumbai Indians. Um because rivals, because they're both very successful, you know. Yeah, it's like an actual sporting an rivalry. Actual sporting one. rivalry. Yeah. Not we, about we found river. one. <laughs> we finally found one. It's quite difficult in a franchise-based tournament, isn't it? That's quite that's quite young. I but can't. There. I can't think of another rivalry that that uh, actually in in so in in franchise sports or in franchise cricket rather, because uh, there are in franchise sports, but in franchise cricket, I don't think there's really another rivalry, is there? Well, you wait. At all. You wait till the 100 gets underway. What, when Oval Spirit and London Spirit, Those, or whatever they're Yeah, called. the London Spirit and the Oval Invincibles, or whatever they are now. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe. They'll be facing off. Yeah, Harbhajan, because Harbhajan's played for both sides of the the Mumbai Indians CSK rivalry. So he started at Mumbai for several years and then when he was released, went over to CSK. Traitor. And he said that playing in that rivalry was like playing in an India-Pakistan game. Wow. That's uh, quite strong. I, yeah, I can only assume someone in the crowd was calling him a fat aloo or something. <laughs> any any chance to get that back in. It's a wonderful story. Uh, so, I mean, chances... I mean, they they've got such a good record; it'd be difficult to write them off, wouldn't it? Um, obviously, not having Rayner is a Are bit of an issue. Are they not all old yet? Well, yeah, Donny and Duplessis aren't aren't you know spring chickens, but I s- still think he's got it in him. Okay. One last year. One last year. I think that uh, I th- this is not going to be one last year. No, it's, it's not. not it's not. Is with it? No fans in. Um, it can't. In the it UAE. can't happen. It can't happen. It's a good excuse to carry on. Definitely. Uh, why why support them? Again, much with much with sunrises, but probably worse than sunrises. I find it difficult to find a reason that you should. Uh, maybe you're a glory hunter. Maybe you like <laughs> the concept of bringing uh, bringing your sport into disrepute. I don't know, but I'd, I'd find it difficult to back a team that has been banned for cheating. I think they've got a good logo with the lion. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you know, Doni. Doni, yeah. Doni is a reason to support them. Um. Yeah. But it's tough, isn't it? They're a bit of a nondescript team. They are a little bit like, um, you know, like mid-2000s... You're a Chelsea fan, so this isn't going to work for you. <laughs> but mid-2000s Chelsea just didn't really have anyone that you wanted to watch. They were they were, bo- they were ruthlessly good, but they were yeah. quite boring. Well, the, the Mourinho era, yeah. Yeah, and then people, no. would, people would be... People would... You, you kind of had to watch them 
because they were they were on or they were the big team playing. Um, mm. And then people would be like, "Oh, Essien's great to watch," or "Balak's good to watch." It's like they weren't really, were they? In the grand scheme, it's it's. I so I I think Donny's in in that. Category. All about the power. I'm yeah. not. I don't know if I'm going to watch a CSK game because Donny's playing anymore. Maybe, maybe, maybe five years ago. When it's then his there's, last. There's like he's, what, he's, he's played a few helicopter shots, and that's it, really, isn't it? Tell me, tell me, what's he done for us recently, Max? Mm. Exactly. Oh. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, uh, couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, I maybe I wasn't listening, but did you have anything about the city of Chennai to share with us? Uh, I did not know. I was sort of focusing mainly on oh, the uh, on the on the spot fixing. Well, you know, if anyone's been to Chennai and and wants to to share their experience, um, do do, do we, get in we, touch. Uh, we've we've left a gap in our in depth analysis of the IPL there. Um, that brings us to the last team, Max. I think. The I can tell you that Chennai was the uh, first city to have a vast Wi-Fi network. That's good. that's good. Yeah, that is what the first city in the world or in India? In India, sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, that's not, still not as good. That's still good. Um, maybe that's you know. So it, we, we it's, it's three hundred eighty-one years old. Also good. And we heard we heard that um, Bangal- Bengaluru is sometimes known as India's Silicon Valley. So maybe that's another reason for that Bengaluru CSK uh, rivalry. They've got the river and who's got the best tech. Mm. So you've got like a, yeah. an important resource for life. Chennai. And a river. Chennai, of course, was also uh, also called Madras under under British rule. So, mm. Mm. which is uh, that's a good a, curry. A lot of people. I mean, there you go. Maybe just if pick the team that uh, is is closely most closely related to your favourite Indian dish. Hmm. Um, which yeah. Bring... So um, so for for Sunrise's Hyderabad, that's actually a biryani. There we are. Hyderabad yeah. has a uh, is is quite big, well known for its uh, biryani. So. so that's two two good food based recommendations there. Um, Mumbai Indians are the, are the final team that we're going to preview. Um, if you, I guess Bombay Potatoes um, is is, <laughs> is is if you like Bombay Potatoes, is Mumbai Indians. Um, yeah. This is the team for you. Is, is Bombay also the the curry you can get that has uh, cheese on the top? So paneer grated. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I tend to go uh, when I'm getting Indian for just the spiciest thing on the menu. So I'm like mm. a fall or um, chicken naga type guy, which I think... Uh, I, I am I don't think to that... a naga chicken, yeah. Because yeah. it's got a bit more flavour to it as mm. well. You know, if you go for a vindaloo or a fall, it's often just chilli powder. I'm not actually... You've got the actual chilli there. Yeah. I'm not actually sure how authentic either of those dishes, dishes are. I'm guessing not. Probably not. <laughs> um, uh but yeah, anyway, very anglicised. Uh, we we digress. <laughs> Mumbai Indians, the final team in our IPL preview extravaganza. They are coached by Sri Lanka's Mahela Jayawardner, who's a mm-hmm. nice guy. I think um, that's what I would say about him. Uh, a lot of what I've gleaned about Mumbai Indians has come from a really bad cricket documentary in in the ilk of <laughs> all or nothing um the the amazon series uh called cricket fever mumbai indians which which uh sort of follows them through the 2018 ipl season um mahela jaya wardner features quite heavily in that uh but he does he says quite a lot of things that i don't think really 
um, make sense. So I, I question. I, I'm questioning the coach, even though they. Was it because he was year. talking in Sinhalese? No, he was saying he was saying things like, "Oh, we're 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 hitting too many boundaries. We need to look for more singles." It's like, well, all the yep. evidence. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You need to do the opposite. You need to hit more boundaries and think less about singles. Uh, what is it like? Eighty percent of T20s are won by the team that hits the most boundaries. Yeah, not right. Mate. Something like that. Not cool, mate. Anyway, he won it last year. So what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Rohit Sharma. He's good. Yep, he is good. He is good. Um, that's all I've got on Rohit Sharma. Uh, Kit, blue with a gold trim, sponsored by Samsung. Oh, I've heard uh, of them. Yeah, that's a little bit boring. So um, I've not really got anything on, on that sponsor. Um, but what they what they they lose out in in uh, interest for, on on the, on the sponsorship stakes, they more than make up for with their kind of weird owners. Um, so the Mumbai Indians, if you don't know, they are owned and operated by the Ambani family, who are the richest people in Asia, uh, is my understanding, worth about 80 billion US dollars. It's quite a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, they live in a house that's worth 2.2 billion US dollars in the, in the center of, um, of Mumbai. It's the second most expensive house in the world. Do you know what the most expensive house in the world is? Uh, oh, no, I don't. I assume it's somewhere like the Burj Khalifa or no, something. No, it's the Queen's House. Oh, is it? Yeah. When you value them, when they've been valued, the Queen's House is number one, and then the Ambani Is that because she just decides how much it's worth, because she owns everything? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, probably. Um, so they live in the second, second richest house in the world. If you've watched the documentary, occasionally they invite the players around as though it's like a normal thing to do, and um, there's all this kind of gaudy gold architecture and and fast cars in the lobby uh, and that sort of thing it's um it's you know it's strange Sounds a bit it a is bit strange saccharine. it is strange um unsurprisingly mukesh ambani who is uh, who's the guy who who's the guy who made all the money i think or, or a lot of the money um <laughs> he's a little bit of a controversial figure uh, somebody worked out that you could run the entire indian government for 20 days with his personal wealth yeah decent well. Yeah. Anyway, they actually they actually let their their twenty nine year old son Akash run everything, and um, that is until uh, or that is at least until a grown up's required, and then <laughs> and then the mum Nita uh, comes in to actually make the decisions, which which is basically the only thing you learn from the documentary is that there's a guy in charge who shouldn't be in charge, and his mum does all of the heavy lifting. Um, That's a good story, I think. Yeah, you might you you if you if you pay attention to the IPL, you'll see both of them hanging out with the players and the players dug out, uh, assuming they're allowed to, uh, with, with all this COVID stuff in place. Maybe they, they might not even be there, but they uh, they're usually a fixture on the bench for for whatever reason. Um, I think I I looked I looked actually to see what players thought about this, but they've all been quite guarded, which mm. which maybe is to be expected. I I reckon. Like Kyron Pollard's probably got a really good story or two about what it's like to hang out with the Ambani's uh, that he'll be able to share in a, in a tell-all um, autobiography in a few years' time. Yeah, or or a sit down with Emily Maitlis. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, uh, Mumbai itself, if you don't know, is the biggest city in India, famous for Bollywood. Do you know what else it's famous for, Max? No. Enlighten me. Flamingos. 
Each year, about 150,000 flamingos migrate to Mumbai to breed. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Uh, Cricket-wise, uh, they've got some pretty good players. I mean, as as you can imagine, the, the team the team that won last year is all right. Uh, <laughs> shocking. Yeah, kept most of their players, did they? <laughs> yeah. Um, they've got Rohit Sharma, who I reckon is the the premier all rounder in the IPL. Dave Warner might have something else to say about that, but I I I would take Sharma if you offered me both. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, if you offered me both, I'd take them both. But you understand <laughs> what I mean. Yeah. Um, from abroad, again, being Indian helps, doesn't it? It it does, yeah. Um, from abroad, they have Kyron Pollard uh, and De Kock as the two big stars with the bat. Uh, pretty, pretty tasty prospects. The pair of yep. them, um, Pollard, obviously coming off the back of the CPL, where he was doing some spanking, and De Kock uh, coming off the back of three-team cricket, where I don't even remember what he did. Um, but, but played three team cricket, and that's what you need to know. Um, bowling wise, uh, Jasper Brumrod, for you, Max, where does he yeah. rank in the in the list of bowlers who are going to be playing in the IPL? Uh, well, are we talking all bowlers or just pace? Well, but let's go with both. Right. Well, I think in terms of pace bowlers, we're probably looking at one. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. yeah. Um, overall. Uh, I mean, again, he's up there, but possibly spin might be a little more important this year. But yeah, he's in the frame, though, isn't he? He's definitely in with a shout. Yes. Um. Uh, a beguiling sight. Um, is how I describe Jasper. Uh, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to seeing him play. Um. So that's I. I think so. If you take those four, they're they're in my opinion the the big four from this team that you can kind of build everything else around. Uh, but they are just the headline. Um, so they they also have the Pandya brothers, who are two um, all-rounders. One bowls pace, one bowls a bit of spin. Uh, they have Chris Lin Sanity Lin. Uh, <laughs> they picked him up this year. Mitchell McLennigan, Trent Bolt, James Patterson. So then they're not all, obviously not going to be able to fit them all in. Um, but there's there's a good core of a lot overseas of quicks, players. Though. Yeah. Uh, which is a good point, Max. My next point, my, my the very next thing I was about to say was that the one area they may be a little bit weak in is the spin department. So uh, Krunal, I think it's Krunal, um, the does bowl spin and, and will bowl in, in most games. I think he bowls a little bit in the power play as well. Um, but otherwise, um, they they probably only got one other big option, and that's Rahul Chahar, who, for my money, is the big young star uh on, on this on this Mumbai Indians team um he has again I've caught it's a little bit of a cop out he's, he's played for India and he's also played 16 IPL games so he's not brand new <laughs> uh but I think most people probably haven't heard of Chahar outside or, or or in the UK anyway so uh keep an eye certainly do keep an eye out for him uh, and I expect him to have a have a good um tournament um, English players, they do not have any English players, which is a shame. No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't find anyone. Um, probably because Rajasthan Royals have them all. Mm. Um, <laughs> historically speaking, they've they've reached the playoffs 8 out of 12 IPLs, which is a, a good ratio. Uh, yep. And they've won the tournament four times, which makes them the most successful team in the IPL's history. Um, as Big boys. Yeah. As Max said... 
they they won the final last year by one run in the second best final of 2020. No, oh, not 2020, 2019. 2019. Yeah, they could they could win by one run in, in what probably will be the best final of 2020. Um, not the Bob Wallace Trophy. Well, we've not seen that. We've seen the CPL final. Wasn't blown away. Uh, I think the IPL can go one better. Anyway, they're playing to defend their title, um, which which is pretty big. I think CSK have managed to do that, but nobody else. So it would be it would be uh, uh, a feather, a, jo- a joint feather in both their caps, if they were able to go back to back. And Chennai Super Kings, as as we were saying, they are the big rivals of the Mumbai Indians. My question for you, Max, is um, what what do they call the rivalry? Have a guess. Uh, I reckon you can get this. You reckon? Yeah, come on. Don't think too hard. What is it? Chennai and Mumbai. Don't think too hard. The, You're thinking the too Indian, hard. The Indian derby. No. It, that... is, it the, is it the Chennai Super Kings Mumbai Indians rivalry? No. There's, that's too long. Uh, they call it the El Clasico of IPL. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty low rent, isn't it? I mean, yeah. there must be a cultural touch point in India that they could have used instead mm. of a football rivalry. Like some road that links them or something. But yeah. <laughs> Pretty fucking long road. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get there somehow. Um anyway, uh their their chances of winning the tournament. Uh they're about 4 to 1. Uh they that's Probably about right. They've got so many of the bases covered uh, that I think the only way they don't, or I think they're definitely going to make the playoffs. I think the only the only slight question is is whether their spins like quite elite enough. If they all end up, if all the games end up played on like absolute bunsens, then Rashid Khan and Imran Tahir uh, are gonna are gonna be are going to rise exponentially in value. I'm not saying yeah. Chahar can't match them. But I would, I would, I would choose those two, and I think they will. The the, the overs they'll be able to bowl will will make a significant difference to their teams. Yeah. I um, mean, the other thing is that if it goes too much in one direction, as you say, like a, every, everything's a massive bunsen, then we could be, hopefully not, but could be in for a, a similar state as we saw in the CPL, and that just literal quantity of spin wins. Oh my god! Yeah, that is true. That is true as well. Um, you you could. I don't, I don't want to see a tournament where we're getting like twelve to sixteen overs of spin every innings. Um, yeah, because I don't playing on a Sunday. I think my, the other thing with that is that it doesn't. It's not. People will say things like, "Oh, you need good spinners to win." It's like, but at that point, you don't really need good spinners, do you? You just need any spinner. Yeah, like it's not. There aren't. So how many? Roston teams? Chase. <laughs> Roston Chase bowled. Uh, I, I, we, 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 I don't think we really cover the CPL final, but he, in a losing course, bowled four overs, twelve for one, in uh, <laughs> in the final of of that tournament of just like gentle off breaks. Uh, if if that's it, the IPL will be a disaster. But I, you know, I'm I'm hopeful that they won't allow that to happen. Um, yeah, it would be pretty shocking if they did um why should you support mumbai indians well if you want to back a winner that's probably the the reason yeah. uh, i i have to be honest i don't love um the mumbai indians uh, i i think 
I think if you're if you're coming to us, so we're doing we're basically doing this, um, or we basically have done this preview to to introduce the teams and the places and some of the key players to people who maybe haven't watched the IPL before. If you're if you want detailed in depth uh, analysis of each player, the Crickviz have launched a podcast. Go and listen to that. Um, it's terrible. You'll you'll hate yourself unless you're weird. But um, we're, or maybe we're... you've got a little bit of an insomnia. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're <laughs> that's that's also harsh. It's it's good if that if you're into if you're really into nerdy cricket stats, it's all right. But um, but the reason we're doing this is is to introduce the teams basically, um, and I think and and the tournament as a whole. And I think you'll have more fun supporting one of the the challenger teams than you will supporting CSK or Mumbai Indians. I think Delhi Capitals mm-hmm. will be quite a fun team to support. Uh, I think uh, RCB will be quite a fun team to support. Um, and uh, I think the Rajasthan Royals, because they've got such a large number of people, people fans will be familiar with, will, will be yeah. a, a good team. I mean, team that's, to the team, that's the team for the English fans, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Mumbai Indians, look, they're quite good. But you know, who wants to who wants to support Don't a team? Be a glory hunter. Yeah, who wants to support a team owned by an eighty billionaire? No one likes United fans. Exactly. Um but if you do want to support them, Bombay Potatoes. If you're a big fan of Bombay <laughs> Potatoes. Um, I like I like that we've reduced uh, most of Indi- India's ge- geography and, and large cities into dishes from anglicised curry houses. Yeah. It's it's yeah. uh, it's, mean. it's stereotypical of us, isn't it? About ten percent of our our listeners are Indians, and they they are asking, "What the fuck is a Bombay potato?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Come over, see what we've done to your national cuisine. <laughs> you might like it. <laughs> that that is um, that is a summary of the last of the IPL teams this year. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, reload our beer, or, or in Max's case, reload his water, and then we will be back with some predictions. and And we have some correspondence actually, so we, we've got a few questions, uh, a little bit more IPL chat, and we'll finish off with England v Australia. We love hearing from our listeners, so please follow us at the Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you have a great story like Scotty G did about the Hayden Way, Matthew Hayden's personal website, we want to hear about it. So from wherever you're from, send us in a great story and we'll read out on the show. Email us on thecricketpod at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Welcome back uh, to our IPL preview. We're now into the business end of the show. Max, are you nervous? Um... You're about to put your neck on the line. Oh yes, yes, of course. I forgot about that. Yeah, how you now? Now you've reminded me. Got a bit of a tremble on. Yeah, we're we're gonna make some predictions. So we're gonna they're gonna be pretty simple. Um, we're gonna tell you who we think uh, is gonna win the tournament. Who's gonna be the top batsman? Who's gonna be the top wicket taker? And who will come last? Um, so Max, uh, let's let's go with who we think will win. The IPL. I mean, this is this is basically impossible. I think to, to get the big one out of the way first, because you've got you've got the the everyone's got fourteen group matches. Then four of them get into the playoffs, and then there's a weird playoff system. Um, but get your crystal ball out, your cricket mm. crystal ball. Who who do, who would you stake a fiver on? 
Um, assuming here that you're you were able to take a fiver and that your mortgage broker wouldn't immediately suspend uh, the, 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 the progress you've made because you're a gambling addict. Yeah, well, the application's in, so we're getting closer to that, <laughs> that point of me being able to get back onto my frivolous sports betting. Hopefully, uh, the banking question aren't listening right now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. So I I touched on it before when I previewed them. I'm gonna go with Sunrisers Hyderabad. I know you don't think they're going Ooh. to win, but I think based on last year, when if you know, I know they like you said they're quite heavily reliant on uh, Warner and Bairstow and maybe Williamson as well. But if they perform like anything like they did last year and can actually be around for the the business end and the final games then i think they've got a really good shout oh i think that's bold i think yep. that's really bold um i'm a bold man well it might not be as bold as we think i mean i i think what you've got there is rashid khan blindness you've, maybe you've looked at rashid khan and you've thought that guy is so good and so handsome and his legs been so sexy that I can't possibly see how a team he plays for will not do well. Uh, do you remember yeah. the World Cup last year? Yeah. Uh, the one that England won. Yeah. Um, Ross, before the tournament, I, I listened. I actually listened back to this recently. I, I can't remember why. Um, <laughs> but we, I, listened, I listened back to our World Cup predictions. Uh, Ross predicted that Afghanistan were going to win three games. And That's just insane. Bangladesh were going to win zero. More or less just because... Um, Rash, of Rashid, uh, just because Rashid Khan played for, for Afghanistan, yeah. there was no. Well, I mean, that's, no that's nonsense, reason. isn't it? Um, I mean, we I, thought. I thought they might pick up one. They didn't in the end. They kept, they they gave a good fist in a couple of games, but ultimately, yeah, the the lack of ability around Rashid Khan held them back. But in this team, you've got Rashid Khan surrounded by other higher quality cricketers, and um, as you mentioned, he does bowl sexy leg spin. He does, bowl and he's sexy. very very attractive. <laughs> Uh, we haven't talked about Mitchell McLennigan in any. I didn't mention him, but um, he, who, who's more sexy? Just before I do my prediction, Mitchell. Well, McLennigan I, yeah, I know, I know, or, I know how you feel Rashid about Mitchell McLennigan. <laughs> it's subject, it's subjective, isn't it, Jack? That's the that's See, the beauty of it. Now your neck's going to be on the line, and we're going to have all sorts of people writing in about relative sexiness of cricketers. Um, well, I, I'm I'm fairly confident in my uh, where I stand on that one. I think Rashid Khan. Yeah, Rashid Khan okay. all the way. I'm a, I'm a McLennigan guy, personally. Uh, but we shouldn't forget Faf Duplessis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, right, so firstly, I'm going to be boring. I think Mumbai Indians are the favourites to, to win the tournament again. I think that they have... favourite. Yeah, I, I think they have the best chance of finishing in the top two of all the teams. Um, and that obviously gives you the best route to the final like you've, you've mm-hmm. got you if you if you win your playoff then you're straight there if you lose your your playoff then you go into like a semi final you go into the semi final don't you um yeah so i think i think mumbai indians will probably are the best place team to do that um having said that i am intrigued by the delhi capitals i mm. i i do think so we talked about um how they have a lot of guys who do sort of similar things um and and they might not have a blaster i think that might so if we if we if if we end up in a in a spin off 
I think that could play into their hands having quite a few uh, orthodox mm. batsmen, if you like, uh, and, and good batsmen over, and batsmen who are generally good at spin. So, yeah. if we're playing in a tournament that, that where 160 or 150 is a good score, I think they will be a very difficult team to beat, um, and I think they've probably got the spin uh, with Mishra Lamachani and Ravi Ashwin. To, to I'm really looking forward to this tournament being like played on really hard, <laughs> fast, bouncy decks that seem all over the place and and quicks absolutely ripping through everyone. They yeah. look like such soothsayers. We <laughs> um, yeah, we have built up the spin factor quite significantly, um, and if and you know, you know we might be wrong, um, but it's uh, it's it's 40 degrees every day, all day. They play. They start <laughs> the games. At, was it is it 6:30 local time? Forty um, degrees when they start. By the time it finishes, oh, it's gone down to thirty-eight. Yeah. Um, I and they're going to be used wickets. So I, I, yeah, I just think it's made for Ravi Ashwin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I've got Mumbai Indians with an asterisk saying Delhi Capitals, and, and, and right. you're going only to only covering twenty-five percent of the potential yeah, teams yeah, there, Jack. Yeah. Good, good stuff. <laughs> uh, who is going to be top run scorer, Max? Well, I, I really want to go with a, a fairy tale. Of Dhoni, um, I I think it's unlikely, but I'd I'd like that to happen. Um, with a more realistic hat on, I'd have to go for Rohit Sharma. Oof, that's a good one. Yeah, I actually didn't really consider Rohit. I mean, I said he was the best opening batsman, um, but I, I yeah, um, I think that's a good call. I think I think th- that's a very good call. Uh, I have gone not for a moonshot. I've not full for not not, not full Boris Johnson. <laughs> um, but I've gone for maybe a slightly more unlikely one. Uh, I think Steve Smith is going to be the top run scorer. Oh yeah, I think Steve Smith's done done stuff. He's made another deal with um, the devil. Yeah, yeah, the devil. Um, and he's going to be the best run scorer. I do think that the so it's a little bit interesting, isn't it, T20? Because obviously the top run scorer is not necessarily the best batsman. Uh, I think that Dre Russ will basically be the the batsman that has the most impact on games, but I don't yeah. think he'll be used in a way that's conducive to being the top run scorer. And he doesn't really mm. bat in a way that's conducive to being the top run scorer either. But in, in terms of like raw impact impact on match outcomes, I think Dre Russ is probably so good that um, he, he, he'll he be the number one. But yeah, Steve Smith, top run scorer. Um, good. Which brings us on to the men who stop runs or sometimes allow runs but take wickets. I'm talking about bowlers. Um. <laughs> never, never so succinctly put as just then. Uh, who... The description of a bowler. <laughs> um, well, I suppose the men who stop runs are kind of fielders. The fielders, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, And sometimes they allow runs to be scored, but take wickets by catching the ball. So or runouts, or, or runouts. Yeah. So I mean, really, you've you've not done great. I've muddied the waters. We'll but just go with bowlers. The men who project the ball. Uh, towards the batsman, bowlers. <laughs> Most wickets, Max. Yeah. Uh, I reckon you can guess what I'm going to say. I can't. Ah, oh. it's the sexy man himself, McLennigan. Yeah, Rashid Khan. I think uh, we if we keep, we're banging on about the spin. We're going on about spin so much. Well, you, you I'm have got, to say a yeah. spinner, and I'm going to have to go Rashid Khan. Yeah. Um. I I have picked the same. I've said Rashid Khan. Um, yeah. I 
I th- well, I think so. He'll play all the games. He'll bowl all of his overs. He's probably in the top three or four spinners. Um, and there's loads of hype about him, so it would be wrong to pick someone else. Um, mm. I do think that Bumrah will be there or thereabouts, so. Uh, yeah. I, I think his style of bowling will actually translate... so difficult to play. Yeah, I think it will actually translate quite well to to some maybe slightly dodgier wickets. Mm. Um, and so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing what that bang it in, use yeah. the deck. What that, what happens there? Um, which brings us to the final thing: Who do you think will finish last in this season's IPL? Coley. You think RCB. Back, RCB? Yeah. I just can't see them doing it again. Like can, nobody can be that bad. That's just so funny. So funny when it happens. Well, maybe I, I don't. I, I, I think they, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my wooden spoon. Uh, which will surprise a few people. I, I've gone with Kings Eleven Punjab. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I think a Ravi Ashwinless Kings Eleven Punjab is. It's like taking the the engine out of your car, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Not much good. Chocolate teapot. It is. It's, yeah, it is. A bit, they are. They are the chocolate teapot of the IPL, and and chocolate teapots do not do well in. In 40 degree heat <laughs> uh, anyway I'm looking forward to them winning it Mumbai Indians going out before the knockouts um, Dave Warner winning the funny cap and uh, Sam Curran being the best bowler uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also threw out uh, onto our Twitter uh, a, a question asking whether anyone had any IPL specific questions um, we got a few in, so you managed to provide something of an answer for Paul Griffiths on the uh, on the question about what happened with the betting scandal. So we won't go over that. Yeah. Um, what we have been asked by Ben Tanner, a couple of questions. Um, so who, for your money, Max, is the best player over 40? And who, for your money, Max, is the best player under the age of 20? 20? So thanks for sending that in, Ben. Uh, Max, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I'll, I'll start. Let's go chronological order. So we'll start with the start with the young, the young boys. Um, I mentioned uh, earlier in in my uh, preview of Sunrisers that um, their young Indian under nineteen captain Priyam Garg could uh, could probably be the pick of their their young players, um, and I think um, he'll be he'll be there or thereabouts. Uh, so that's probably the uh, the one. I would look out for there's there are a couple of others that uh, look exciting but the question I think is whether they'll actually play uh, so that's actually a bit you know a bit difficult to um, yeah to pick a young player however exciting they look if they're probably not going to play so that's what I, I I've considered I think the best player under the age of 20 is um, is Jaiswal mm. um but is he the one who went for like two point seven they, four or something? They but, yeah, two hundred fifty, yeah. two hundred fifty thousand pounds, which I think is yeah, to like twenty eight million rupees or something like that. Yeah, uh, which or twenty eight four. Um, I I think he's the best player uh, based on what yeah. I've seen under the age of twenty. He's eighteen, but I don't know whether he's actually gonna get in the team uh i, I i'm kind of looking at from the i, I think in, in five years time he'll be the best player maybe uh, the yeah. player with the most potential um if you look around the age of 20 um so not necessarily under 20 but 20 and under um pretty sure is very good um, yeah i i think uh he'll be a lot of fun um opening the batting this season 
Uh, and and another one who's 21, um, but I still really rate Tom Banton. Um, yeah. I think I think I really hope that Tom Banton gets a few games because uh, I I think uh, if you're looking at the sort of so cricket's a bit weird, isn't it? You tend not to really get a go until you're about 22, even in professional teams. Um, so I I think Banton breaking through at the age he is um, for English cricket anyway is is, is unusual. And he looks so excellent, uh, so like like really strikes the ball so cleanly. I think it'd be really good to see him play. Um, but the, I, the the number one young player, this is a really long answer to this question. <laughs> it is pretty sure that I that I that I in in this, in this tournament. Um, so to answer the second part, then Max, best player over forty. Um, well, there's there's really only uh, only two, aren't there, that you can. That you can look at. Oh, they're actually only two. Uh, well, there's two big names. Yeah, I think I think there might actually be only two. Um, you are talking about Gale and Imran Tahir. Uh, Indeed. I assume. Who Who would you take as the best player over forty? Oh, I. It's that's, that is tough. That is a tough question. Mm. I I think 50, this 50. year probably go Imran Tahir. Yeah, I I I have to say I think Imran Tahir as well. He was so good at the CPL. Yeah. Um, he actually he went through like a weird wicket drought, but um, people literally couldn't hit the ball. They, they <laughs> Why he couldn't get any wickets? They had no, well, yeah, I think that I think that genuinely was the problem. Uh, they nobody knew which way it was going to spin, so they either set up to to basically play him out, or they swung and missed. It was just every like uh, he he might be bowling the best he's ever bowled if he bowled anything like he did in the CPL. Uh, whereas Gale, I think, is is trending somewhat in the other direction. Yeah. Uh, missed the CPL. Uh, was all right at the World Cup last year. Was all right in the IPL. I think you'll get an innings or two out of Gale, won't you? Um, yeah. But I don't. I don't see him having the impact. The other, I mean, Imran to here could got could... with Gale now as well though. Is um, inter- he is a bit stand and deliver. Yeah. So you're not going to get much strike rotation, are you? Sure. I mean, I I think Imran Tahir could actually be the best bowler in the tournament. I think there's almost no chance that Gale could be the best batsman. So, mm. yeah. Um, and we had three more questions in from Zayed Babar Khan. So he asked three questions. They're all a sentence long, so we're going to give one-sentence answers to these ones, Max. Right. Um, starting first, how much do you think the departure of Reiner and Bargy will affect CSK? So obviously he's talking about Suresh Reiner yeah. uh, and Harbhajan Singh there. Oh yeah, absolutely massive. I think that probably um, makes probably takes them from being genuine contenders to uh, you know in with the shout of the playoffs. Yeah, I I think it's you've lost two of their best players and they've replaced them. I think basically with youngsters who yeah. are unproven. I I think it takes them into contention for missing the playoffs. To be honest. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that's a lot of a lot of. Um, this is not one sentence, is it? Uh, <laughs> difficult. <laughs> um, it's a lot. It's a lot of firepower with the bat, and a lot of good overs that uh, and and now questionable firepower and questionable overs, um, which is not yep. where you want to be necessarily coming into the IPL. Um, second question is: Where would you play Stoinis for Delhi Capitals? Well, yeah. Uh, if you asked me a year ago, I'd have said nowhere, but uh, he's really come on, hasn't he? Yeah. So get him up there. Yeah, number four. You know what? I'm going to say you you probably don't. I I am not 
in. I'm not buying. Uh, you're not in. You're not on the story. Well, fight. so if you're going to play him, then you need to. He kind of needs to bat in the top three because he can't really bat down the order. He doesn't start quick enough. Um, mm. Then I think at the top of the order, you've got a lot of better options in in Ayer, in Shaw, in Darwan, in Rahani, uh, in Jason Roy, in Shimron Hetmeyer, uh, and in Rishabh Pant. And even in Alex Carey, I think to be, could, could, might be a better better option. So you, I I find it hard to say that Stoinis should play in that team. And then if you factor in the 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 uh, overseas rule, um, so to run through that is true. Delhi's this is not sentence either, is it? Um, no. To run through Delhi's overseas players, you've got Norcia, uh from South Africa, Rabada, Lamachani, Carey. Uh, Stoyness, Sams, um, and Roy. Although I think Roy has maybe just dropped out because he's highlighted in red. Um, so, um, factoring out um, Jason Roy, um, I still think like mm. there's an argument to pick Norkia, uh, Rabada, Lamachani, and yep. uh, Hetmeyer. He does give you that option with the ball, though. If you, you know, if you do need to change it for whatever reason. Yeah, I, 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 in, the, in the one in one day of thing, or well, even in the twenty twenty thing recently, that you once you pick five bowlers to bowl four overs, you're kind of hamstrung. I just way. don't, you know. I mean, like, do you really want him bowling? Um, and then like finally, two, just to change it um, for Sunrisers Hyderabad um, Max, mm-hmm. uh, as you covered them, uh, who would be your four overseas players? So we covered that. We did. We did discuss that this might be a bit of a challenge for them. Yeah. Um, who Who would you pick up? Uh, or who would you pick? Sorry, not pick up. That's but. That's a very good question. Um, I'm going to say Warner and Besto to open, and then Rashid Khan and Mohammed Nabi. Oof. <laughs> so you're you're saying you're not going to pick um, uh, Kane Williamson, basically? Yeah. I have to say. I have to say that I think I probably agree with you. Um, I think, I think you could maybe swap Bearstow for Williamson, but yeah. I think the others are really hard to drop. Um, yeah, that so. would if if Williamson were to come in, I think it would be for for Johnny Bearstow. Yeah, um, unless they bring him because he does occasionally bowl, doesn't he, Williamson? So maybe, yeah, maybe they can, can bowl bring him in a little, little bit, bit of spinner. off ease. If a if it is just that anyone who can bowl yeah. spin is is allowed in. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I'd probably agree with you, though. Anyway, that is the conclusion of our IPL uh, preview. Um, we will leave you with one thing, though. Um, so the IPL starts on the 19th, which, as we record, is is four days away, on Friday. Um, the opening fixtures before we have our next show, uh, Mumbai Indians CSK on the Saturday, uh, Delhi Capitals versus Kings Eleven Punjab on the Sunday, Sunrisers Hyderabad, Hyderabad. I've done it again. Uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad v uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore on the Monday. Rajasthan Royals v Chennai Super Kings on the Tuesday. All start at three UK time. Uh, Max, if you if you were going to watch one of those games, what would be the one you tune into? Well, it's got to be the repeat of the final, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's a great way to start a tournament. I, I totally wonderful. agree with that. Um, yeah. Saturday afternoon, three o'clock. Uh, there's probably no football on. Is it the football blackout? Who knows? Watch that instead. <laughs> uh, would be my recommendation. Um, we are going to take another quick break, and then we'll be talking about what happened last week in the cricket. <laughs>
after all that IPL excitement, let's come back down to earth uh, with the final ODIs of the summer. Um, so as we speak, England are two out of three games through their final final matches. Um, it's a three-match ODI shootout against Australia, and it's delicately poised at 1-1. One, one. Um, the first match, in my opinion, was won basically by, by Glenn Maxwell, kind of going ballistic for a little bit. Um, in it as well, uh, Billings scored a century. So, Max, we'll, we'll start with that, and I, I, I'm yeah. going to ask you, um, is Billings still useless, as, as Ross described him last week? <laughs> well, I don't think he's useless, but I think it's, it's just come a bit too late, isn't it? Really? Yeah, does he, is he? Does he not? Does he not? Does this not mean that he's now like the next guy into the ODI team, though? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, the, that that void has been been vacated, hasn't it, by Hales after the the incidents? So yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it probably um keeps him in the frame as as sort of the wider squad, but it's not gonna not gonna get him in the team. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Zampa also bowled quite well and took four for fifty five. Um, I think that was sort of just desserts. So he went around a little bit in the T20s, but um, I think he bounced back nicely there. Do you, did you catch any of his bowling, Max? Uh, I, I can't say I did actually. No. <laughs> you could easily. I did read about his. Uh, I did read about his exploits with the coffee and the and the scotch, though. I hear he brings a lot, brings scotch over in his suitcase on every trip. Why would sets you bring up, scotch uh, to the UK? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? That's really, that's really <laughs> they were weird. stuck in a hotel in Derby. Uh, um, but he, he also used to uh, yeah. um, he also used to set up a little coffee coffee bar in his hotel room. Apparently, I've um, heard this. Yeah, it, yeah. it's featured in the test. He invites Marcus Stoinis over for a coffee every morning. Apparently, um, now they all just do it themselves. Oh, that's a bit and they of a shame. ask him about the beans instead. That's a bit of a shame, isn't it? Yeah, I bet that is that because he's weird or because because um, it's just COVID. Uh no, it's just because they've all got into the coffee now from going to his thing, and they've all got their own little little uh, coffee making apparatus. Oh, very interesting. Um, yeah, England did. They fell about twenty short, didn't they? Um, and and that's that's sort of really all I've got. Yeah, first game. it was a valiant effort, but yeah, um, left with too much to do after the start. It it wasn't a great start, yeah. And then and then although Billings and Bearso did rebuild, they still needed like 140 or 15 overs when when Bearstow was out. So uh, tall order. Mm. Um, in the second ODI though, uh, England dropped Moeen, uh, which which some people have been calling for for a while. Um, then after they did that, they they batted like garbage um, <laughs> <laughs> until Adil Rashid and Tom Curran got together and and tooking them from I think 140 for. Eight to two hundred and thirty yeah. for nine. Yeah, um, it didn't look good enough to begin with, and then Australia went into to what I can only describe as full panic mode. It was unbelievable, wasn't it? They seemed, um, well, there was sort of a, a paralysis about them, and they they became extremely averse to balls that were hitting the stumps. And just decided they were going to leave them or miss them. Yes, it was all very odd. It was, um, it wasn't great. I have to say. I mean, I, I it was what, doing a bit. Have you, to be fair, have you got any theories on why Australia are, are choking like they are at the moment? So that's two of the last five games that they have simply oh, thrown away. Have, have they brought in any Englishman into the coaching setup? <laughs> the only thing I can think of. <laughs> uh, well, I think actually Ramprakash might have been doing some stuff for them. 
<laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, yeah that's case closed. Um, <laughs> I I also I thought their batting lineup was a bit weird. So they sent Stoinis in at three, and so we were yeah. talking about where he fits into the Hyderabad team, or not um, not the Hyderabad team, into his IPL team. Um, sorry, we are an hour and a half into the show, and I've forgotten who does Stoinis <laughs> play for. What's he do? Is it the Capitals? It is the Capitals? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about where he fits into that batting lineup. Um, I don't. Where does he fit into the Australian batting lineup? Because it can't be three, surely. I mean, like Labuschagne no. should have gone in at three. Yeah, definitely. Um, Soinus goes in, doesn't get anything. Um, then and then they do something else that's a bit weird. They send Maxwell in at not at, at seven. Um, so they Australia in the chase of two thirty. They lost their third and fourth wickets on about hundred and forty four. I think it was one four four, then one four five. Yeah. Why would you not send Maxwell in when either of those wickets fall? Well, I suppose the issue was that they were maybe hoping that if they sent in, so who did they send in? Mitchell Marsh and then uh, Carey. Yeah. That that maybe they would steady the ship a bit and then Maxwell could come in and have a bash. Because I, I was thinking myself that perhaps the situation as it was wasn't really made for Glenn Maxwell when you... Yeah, yeah I mean, I, right. he is a bit all or nothing, right? So and they needed if you send him in then and he gets out, you're they really needed, letting him back. I think they needed ninety of twenty overs. If there's oh yeah, if we that isn't like a, Glenn over, over. A, a Glenn Maxwell situation, what is a Glenn Maxwell situation? Would you have to make it hard for him to be any good? Yeah, why can't he go in and you say there's absolutely no pressure on you here, Glenn? If you get if you bat for twenty balls, the game's definitely won. <laughs> um, that's all, and it literally he, he scored twenty five. Uh, the guy at the other end scores 10, so you know, the next wicket goes down and they need 55 to win or 15 overs. It's it, it's the I, I, I just thought it was really strange. And mm. then and then to lose the two wickets and send him in 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 a situation that Glenn Maxwell was definitely not not built for. Um yeah. was really, really, really odd. Um you know, it was good to see Australia bottle it though. <laughs> it was um, <laughs> it was a phenomenal bottle, wasn't it? Yeah. It was it was right up there with the first T twenty. Um, the final the final thing on on this series, I, once again, I mean, I, so I know the raison d'etre of the cricket podcast is to talk about cricket, but I am struggling to establish any kind of a narrative to do with this Australia um, England series. Um, so I've only really got one more point. We, we, obviously, we're going into the last game now. Uh, England haven't lost a bilateral series in one-day cricket for five years, will they be able to take victory, Max? And are you worried about Steve Smith coming back? I think Australia will win because they probably should have won it already and they'll be a bit pissed. And they probably should have won the T20 series as well. So I think they'll be up for it I, big time. Yeah, I I think they might as well. I think... So you know how Pakistan and West Indies, when when it kind of got to the end of their time, they sort of gave up to go home quickly. Yeah. It's, it's the end of England's time. This is the end of the yeah. The COVID that that road. is that is the other thing, isn't it? Um, like they've been stuck together in these hotels and these bubbles for so long. Yeah, I think there'll be like, a, f- a fair number. There'll of... be a lot of fatigue and lethargy. Yeah. I think and I, in. I think there'll be a few people who know they've only got a short break before the IPL as well, and that will, mm. I imagine weigh on them a little bit um yeah. so i yeah i think the australia psychological aspect not to be underestimated yeah i think australia really do have a good chance here um i think probably a a, a quick honorable mention to uh to owen morgan and his captaincy in that in that game because 
Isn't it nice when everything you try just comes off? <laughs> yes, yes. Like, is, yeah. obviously what he had to do was bowl Archer and Wokes to try and get England back into the game. Yeah, but works, if yeah. if they don't take any wickets, then you just look silly, don't you? But yeah. it everything worked. It was brilliant. Um, so a little bit closer to home, Max. Um, the blast is heading towards uh, the finale. Um, now that you yep. hate Surrey, um, are there any other <laughs> teams that you, you, you fancy for this tournament? Yeah, I'll be I'll be supporting everyone else. Is you, is you, yeah. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that fickle. I'm sure I'll get over it after airing my airing my views publicly via my shared email <laughs> on Twitter. But it's nice that Surrey have finally started winning some games, isn't it? Hashim Amla's uh, doing well, and um, they the young young spinner, well Daniel Moriarty, left arm spinner who started to come up from the youth youth team and uh, started playing this year. He um, has played two county championship games and taken seventeen wickets. Not too bad. He's got three five wicket hauls in a row in innings, and um, has also been. Uh, taking uh, a stack full of wickets in the blast as well. Could he be the new Don Best? So he could be the answer to yeah. England's spinning. I mean, he'll definitely like just play a random game at some point <laughs> in the next three years for no reason, yeah. like when they played Zafar Ansari. Um, finally, and then he just retired. <laughs> finally then, uh, we have to end on a little bit of a sour note. Um, the ECB have unfortunately made 62 people redundant um, this week, as as they say, as a result of covid um, in a statement from Tom Harrison, uh, he said, we must reduce the cost base across the game, and that requires the ECB to lead the way by reducing its own cost base. It is now an irrefutable fact that the impact of this pandemic is significant and will be long-lasting. There is also deep uncertainty about the future, and it is vital we take more steps now to ensure the future financial sustainability of cricket in England and Wales. They want to become, in his words leaner and more agile um they're they're not two words i want to hear yeah Uh, have you got any thoughts on this so i think it's already having a bit of a knock-on effect the Mm. covid with other countries they're reducing payments to counties kent have said they're going to make 20 percent of their off-field staff redundant as well um have you got any any thoughts max well maybe they should just unilaterally decide to steal money off their members then they'll be all right yeah i suppose that's that is one solution that I suppose they hadn't thought of. Um, that, I think, is everything for the Cricket Podcast this week. Max, can you remind people one more time where they can find us? Absolutely. You can find us on both Twitter and Instagram at the Cricket Pod. You can get in touch with us at thecricketpod at gmail.com. That, that space is very important to, to remember not to say at twice. <laughs> and, uh, and um, yeah, tell your friends, tell your grandparents. Yeah, we want an subscribe. Army of I want to leave people. us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's, yeah, that would help. That's as well. the other one. Up to seventy odd of those now. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will be back next week uh, with more cricket podcast and to see how wrong we were about everything. <laughs>